If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Welcome to this special episode of Star Wars in Character. We are on another break week from our regular episodes, and this is kind of an impromptu special. We have had a episode of some sort released every week this year, and now with the year more than half over, actually well more than half over, I am going to do everything that I can to try to get an episode posted for every week of 2015. So with that, we didn't have the special we were hoping to have ready. We're in the middle of producing Dave's special that he mentioned earlier this year about or during his Inside the Swick Studio interview, and we're still waiting for one performer to record his songs. Now, I'm not going to mention him any names, but when he is done, we hope to have that special coming out soon. But until then, I put this together. This is the Swick Trivia Challenge special. Now, trivia has always been a staple of the show. In fact, right now in our round of trivia on our regular episodes, Lucasfilm approved artist and Star Wars Celebration Trivia Challenge Master Kevin Lyle has been providing the trivia questions for this round. We have even had a call out to listeners earlier this month, I think it was. It wasn't this month. It was the end of July to decide on the validity of one of Chris's answers recently. So trivia has been a huge thing on the show. Always has been since the very first episode three or maybe four years ago now. I actually have now lost track of how many years we've been doing this show. And that's actually a, it's actually a good thing. Time flies when you're having fun kind of sense going on there. So this special is all about trivia, and it is your chance to play. I have a wide variety of prizes for the highest scores for anyone that wants to play. They're not as extensive prize packs as Dave and Chris have put together for the scavenger hunt, but it's still something to play for in a sense. Uh, We have packs of our limited edition 3D character photos from our Balls for All event. I have some Nobot prints from a... Halloween special a couple years ago. Uh, I still have, I think, one, at least one, one for sure, of the exclusive USB drives left from our celebration event as well. Uh, All kinds of promo items from convention appearances, and I believe, I haven't verified this before recording, but I believe I still have some drawstring bags and possibly a Swick Frisbee from our live show at Celebration 6 in Orlando in... Whatever year that was, it's kind of lost track. 2012? I I think that's right. Not sure. Somewhere around there. 
A long time ago. Two celebrations ago. So, here is how to win some of that stuff. I have 25 questions, the same number of questions in our usual round, or our trivia rounds. Uh, we reset our scores at every 25 episodes. I'll read them off, and then you can submit your answers from the page neozaz.com slash trivia. There'll be no need to write down what I'm saying as I say it. No need to memorize these questions. These The questions will be on that page to remind you when, when you visit that page to submit your answers. Now, the entrance with the highest scores will get the first choice from the swag list I have available. I'll just keep going down the list by scores, by, I guess, highest to lowest, until all the items I have for prizes are spoken for. Now, in the very likely event of a tie, the tie scores will be put into a pool and then randomly selected one by one and contacted again until I'm through that pool of tied scores, and then we'll move on to the next highest score and so forth, so on and so forth. Now, here is something about these 25 questions. All of the answers can be found in past episodes of Star Wars in Character. Some from years ago, some from just this past spring. Every question in this trivia challenge has been taken from our past episodes. So if you've been a regular listener, this might be pretty easy. If you're new to the show, it's here's maybe a good reason to check out our back catalog. And after I read all 25 questions, I'll also tell you how you can add three bonus points to your score really easy. So, with that out of the way, let's get started. I'm going to read the first 13 questions. Then we're going to have a little intermission. And I have something to share that I hope everyone likes. Uh, more about that when we get to it. Let's get started with the Swick Trivia Challenge. Question one. What was the name of the ship Torinfar commanded at the Battle of Endor? Question two. Coleman Trabor was named after what Industrial Light and Magic employee? Question three. Now, this one is an audio clue. It's a variation on Name That Tune, kind of. I'm going to play a clip from one of our many song parodies. You just need to give me the title. The catch is I'm going to play this clip backwards. So here we go. Name this tune. Number four. What body part does Goel use to learn information about other life forms? Number five. This is another audio clue, but it, it won't be backwards. I'm going to play a somewhat infamous moment, I guess you'd say, for one of our past episodes. And you'll need to name the character or subject of the episode this clip is pulled from. So here is the clip. Isn't the people in like prison who tattooed like tears on their eyes? Are they like the like deaths? Like people who they killed in jail? That's yeah, I like- think you're right. Maybe. If you watch, yeah, if you watch Gangland, a tear means you you've killed somebody. Supposedly. Yeah. Maybe not in jail, but he killed someone. Like maybe she killed all those all those people. 
You know, and she tattoos each one on her chin. You think those are marks for? We just don't know. I, I mean, would. I think she bit them, and that's why she put them on her chin because they <laughs> dribbled down as she bit them. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We can't even see below the chin. It might go all the way down to the flowers. Thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> flowers to the flowers. Number six. What special edition Return of the Jedi musical performers' movements are thought to be based on real-world singer Joe Cocker? Number seven. What physical competition gained Boss Nass fame among the Gungans early in his life? Number eight. Which host of Star Wars in character has admitted to answering phone calls from unknown numbers with the phrase, Chonai Chonai? Number nine, what dancer did Jabba the Hutt force to gain weight and wear makeup to resemble his mother? Number ten, what company manufactured the medical droid 21B? Number eleven, this is another audio clue and another name that episode. So I will play the clip and you name the character or subject of the episode this clip was taken from. Here's the clip. Listen to this. There are truly and really in in our world arboreal octopus. No. I swear I'm looking at it. Seriously? They live in the Pacific Northwest. There's a goddamn picture of a pine tree with an octopus in it. Where? Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that, Matt. Thank you. Look at that. No, you're lying. I'm not. No. No. Tree it's a climbing. real thing in the Northwest. They they no. live in the trees. I assume they're yeah. in the water at some point. Chris stole a thing away from me. Now I can't read it, but it... A tree octopus in the Northwest. That's what no they No shit. The tree octopus. I'm scared. Are you pretending to be interested? Who, me? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm reading it. I looked it up. I didn't believe you. I'm saying... I'm, I'm actually surprised. Why would you not believe me? Number 12. What did the Empire award General Dodonna for his years of service before he defected to the Rebel Alliance? Number 13. What host of Star Wars in character admitted to dating a girl with a black tooth only because her family had a Star Wars arcade machine in their basement? All right, that brings us to a brief intermission here. Now, I had mentioned the exclusive USB drive earlier as one of the prizes. And it was the attendance, or one of the attendance gifts, actually, that we gave out at our celebration Anaheim Balls for All event. There is quite a bit of exclusive recordings on this drive, including the one I'm about to share. On our episode featuring the character Tion Chyler, we recorded a custom read-along book story featuring Tion Chyler and our resident hero, Wilro Hood, called The Battle of Bespin. That story continues in this USB drive in an all-new read-along adventure called The Legion of Imposters. It's sort of my homage to the running Wilros from the Wilro Hood Detachment Costume Club that also appeared at Celebration Anaheim. So for the first time ever outside of Celebration, here is that all-new Tion Tyler and Wilro Hood read-along adventure. This is the story of The Legion of Imposters. You can read along with me in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Now, let's begin. The 
The flash of Tion Tyler's Gamma-class shuttle exiting hyperspace blinked for an instant as she entered the Kalan system. Tion adjusted her flight path and made her approach to the central planet. Kalan, straight ahead. Such a pretty and peaceful planet from out here. Interesting place for the Bothans to ask to meet. I shudder to think what would happen if the Empire ever caught up with them. Best start my landing approach and finish my business as quick as possible. Tian guides her shuttle to the atmosphere of the planet. Soon she gently lands her ship on a public landing platform in the heart of Kalan City. Tian steps out of the shuttle and takes a look across the city streets. Looks like mostly humans on the streets of Kalan City. My bath and contact should stand out like a sore thumb. Kind of a risky area to meet for him. I better start looking before either of us get into any danger. Tion starts walking down a busy street to the city, on the lookout for her Bothan Rebel spy contact. Up ahead, a familiar figure quickly crosses the intersection, an orange blur quickly moving and then out of sight. That looks like... No, it couldn't be. I have to focus on finding my contact. Soon, another orange jumpsuit-clad human rushes past and out of view, followed by yet another. Wait, there he is again. No, wait, he's there. What is going on here? Tion quickly follows the familiar figure through the streets, trying to get a better look. I can't lose sight of him. I have to see if that's... There he is! That's his jumpsuit and his mustache. But that's not him. That's not Wilro Hood. Tian continues the pursuit, following the imposter through the winding streets of Kalan City. The imposter reaches the door as Tian ducks behind a corner, secretly watching the man. The imposter looks in all directions. Seeing nothing suspicious, he quickly opens the door and enters. If I can only reach the door before it shuts, I might find out what's going on here. Dion sprints to the doorway. With only inches before it closes, she reaches out with her satchel, barely stopping the door from locking shut. Got it. Now to see what this is all about. Dion tiptoes into the dark room. Up ahead, she finds a balcony. Cautiously, Dion approaches the guardrail to look down on the floor below. By the force's light! Dozens and dozens of people! All of them dressed like Wilrow! Orange jumpsuits, mustaches, some are wearing wigs. I don't know what this is, but it can't be good. I need to find some help. Tion turns to run out of the building. She's suddenly stopped by an unexpected surprise. Buta buta, Tion. Who are you? How do you know my name? Banichika Wilrow Manita Wanawuska. You're not Wilrow. You're a Rodian dressed in an orange jumpsuit and wearing a false mustache. Why are you dressed like that? Your leader can explain. I don't want to talk to any of you. I'm leaving. Now kindly step aside. What do you mean one way or another I'll see your leader? How do you plan to do that? With a swift karate swing, the Rodian knocks Tion Chiler out cold. Tion Chiler slowly regains consciousness. She tries to focus on her surroundings. She finds herself in a makeshift medical bed with an ice pack on the back of her head. As her vision begins to clear up, a familiar voice greets her. Well, hello there, Tion. Wilro, is that... is it really you? The one and only. Well, that's an interesting choice of words. Oh, Wilro, it is good to see you again. Likewise, Tion. How are you feeling? Confused, mostly. What's going on here? I thought I saw a room full of people trying to look like you. Did I imagine that? Short answer, no. Do you want to hear the long answer? I'm not sure I do, actually. All those people you saw, 
they work for me. We've established a large network of underground communications for the Rebel Alliance, all hand-picked and trained by yours truly. Did you train them to knock out your old friends by hitting them in the back of the head? Sorry about that. That was Treadmo. Treadmo's an idiot. Sounds like you've been busy. You could say that. Inside these simple, innocuous computer cores are hidden messages we send throughout the galaxy. Sounds dangerous. In some ways, it is. All those men you saw are bona fide heroes. Without them, the Empire would have taken over the entire galaxy by now. I just hope they get the chance to relax and have a little fun someday. Maybe run around a convention somewhere in some other galaxy. But that's a long time from now. An alarm begins a sound, interrupting the reunited friend's conversation. What's that? That's our Imperial Signal Scanner. It scans for Imperial Communication Wavelengths. Looks like it found something. That doesn't sound good. It's not. And it couldn't have come at a worse time. Tion, we have something. Something big. What is it? It's an Imperial shuttle called Tidarium. It's going to be unmanned and unguarded for the next few days. What good is an Imperial shuttle to anyone? If it's stolen, surely the Empire will come looking for it. That's not all. We also found its Imperial clearance code. If the Empire asks any questions, all anyone has to do is reply with that code and it's all clear from there. Goodness, that could be invaluable to the Rebel Alliance. Exactly. Wilro Hood picks up a nearby computer core. Taking T on Tyler's arm, he helps her out of bed. The two start to head for the door as a nearby explosion shakes the building. What was that? I'm not sure. Still reaching for the door, a voice comes over Wilro's comlink. Wilro! Wilro! Wilro Hood removes the comlink from his jumpsuit pocket. Wilro here. Go ahead. Imperial lockers are approaching the front of the building. Imperials? The Empire? Here? Why, those vile, hateful, heinous... Wicked, baneful, ugly... Horrid, hate-filled... Destructive, deadly, hurtful... Nasty, atrocious, ghastly... Appalling, dreadful... Jerks! They got here quicker than I thought. I have to save my guys. But I have to get this computer core to the Rebels. It has all the shuttle information. Let me help. You... How? I've been working with the Boffins. If anyone can get this to the Rebels, they can. This is really dangerous, Tion. A lot of people could die trying to get this information to the Rebels. Don't you think they know that, Wilro? You're not the only hero in this fight. You have no idea what information the Boffins already have. But I do. Trust me, Wilro, it's what I do. I never could argue with you, Tion. Here you go. Thank you. Wilro Hood hands over the computer core to Tion, and the two frantically exit the room. Streams of orange jumpsuit-clad rebel informants run past our heroes towards the secret exit. Meanwhile, the Imperial attack continues on the secret base. They're too close. I have to hold them off and buy my guys more time. You make sure that computer core gets to the rebels. Oh no, not this time. I'm not leaving you again. We've been through this, Tion. Go, I'm right behind you. Wilro heads towards the battle. As Tien turns to watch him go, an explosion from the side of the building rains down a wall of rubble separating the two. Tion Chyler desperately calls out to Wilro through the barrier. Wilro, can you hear me? Barely. Go, Tion. Get out while you can. Will I ever see you again? You will. That's a promise I'll spend the rest of my life making sure I keep. Until then, Wilro, good luck. Dion. Yes, Wilro? I never got to tell you that day on Cloud City, I, I, 
I know, Wilro. I know. So, I hope everyone listening enjoyed that. And real briefly, just the thought off the top of my head, speaking of that Wilro Hood detachment, believe it or not, with all the friends we've made and with the charity work we've done with the Armour Project, we are not honorary members of any costume club, not the 501st, Mandalorian Mercs, uh, Rebel Legion, or anything. And that's okay. It's not something we really strive for. But since there is this Wilro Hood costuming club, and I'm not entirely sure they have any honorary members yet. If anyone is part of that costume group or costume club, what group or club, I'm not sure what the correct term is. So apologies for not knowing that. If you're listening to this and you're a part of the Wilbur Hood detachment, kind of putting it out there that uh, we, I think I speak for everyone when I say we would love to be honorary members of that. I think of all the costume groups that are out there, this, this would be the one that would be right up our alley because I can't really think of another podcast that reveres Wilbur Hood as much as we do. So just putting that out there, I'm not entirely sure any of those guys listen to it. I, th- I think some of the members do. So if you do, there you go. Take that as a take that information or that uh, request and do with it as you will. So anyway, enough of that. Back to the trivia. Here are the last 12 questions of the Swick Trivia Challenge. Number 14. What book did Kitster memorize to secure a job at the Three Moon Mansion? Number 15. How many severed heads did a mana man have displayed on stakes throughout Jabba's palace? Number 16. Which host did not see The Phantom Menace in theaters, both in its original release and in the 3D re-release? Number 17. Name the missing handmaiden name from this list of Senator Amidala's handmaidens. Corde, Dorme, Morte, Virse, L.A., Sabe, Irte, and... 18. What 2007 book contained the citation that midichlorians were first named and related to the Force by George Lucas while dictating story elements to Carol Tettleman in 1977? Number 19. And this is another audio clip. It's another clip from a past show, so I will play the clip... You name the character or subject from the episode that this clip is from. So here is the clip. So Chris and I, we travel up to New York. This is when I still lived in, in the Philadelphia area. So we travel up to New York to, to try to get her as she's leaving uh, leaving the theater after a performance of Bombay Dreams. And we're standing out there and uh, someone, someone comes out and it looks very much like her. I'm like, oh, I think that's her. I think that's her. So we pull out our episode two posters and go up to her and... And we're like, oh, ma'am, could you could you please sign our our uh, our Star Wars poster? She's like, ooh. She looks at her poster. She starts signing. She's like, ooh, Jedi. And that's all she says. And she's and we say thank you. And she walks away. And we look at the signature, and it's it's weird. It's kind of loopy, and it doesn't look anything like it looks. It looks. I I can't tell what it is whatsoever. Tim's questioning. You know what? I, I, I don't I don't know what to say. I don't think this is her until <laughs> somebody opens the door and guess who it is. That's her. I was like, that's it's her. her. And the whole crowd goes. Tim turns to me. He goes, I think that's her. <laughs> and I said, but well, who the fuck is that other girl signing our damn Star Wars poster? We're not saying a damn word. 
And we have no idea. We have no idea what her real name. Uh, that's awesome. No idea who this person None. is. Number twenty. What was the name of the pilot that flew the Star Speeder three thousand on flight ST forty five? Number twenty one. What drug from the Spice family was Figrin Dan addicted to? Number twenty two. This is another name that tune with the same twist. Here is a clip of one of our song parodies played backwards. You name the tune. Number 23. What weapon was Malakali gifted after killing a giant mutated Womp Rat? Number 24. What Star Wars and character host snuck in through an auditorium back door and continued to sneak on the edge of the stage while singer-musician John Oates was performing? And number 25. Who is Moff Krim's birth father? That is it for the 25 questions. So to enter your answers, visit newsaz.com slash swicktrivia. That is newsaz.com slash S-W-I-C-T-R-I-V-I-A. Now about those bonus points I mentioned. On that page, after the 25 questions, there is a locked question that if you unlock an answer, will add three bonus points to your total score. There's no right or wrong answer. Any answer will get you the points, and the way to unlock it is to hit the Facebook like button for our News As Facebook page. We're trying to build the community for News As on Facebook, much like our SWIC community, and we need everyone's support. Without the News As network, we wouldn't have this show, so give it a like and get those three bonus points in the process. That is it for this episode. The answers will be revealed in a later episode, possibly another special during a break week. So stay tuned for that. Until then, we'll pick up with our show, with our regular episodes next week with the character Droopy McCool. So thanks for listening and thanks for playing along in the Swick Trivia Challenge. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.